0: It's the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X92.9 to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna.
1: A fine pair brought to you by Shane Homes. Paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side. It's Thursday, December 1st, 2022. I'm Beckler.
2: I am Shauna.
1: Where did November go, Shauna? Feels like it was Halloween like last weekend.
2: It totally does,
1: actually. That's weird. You know what they say, though? What do they say? Time flies when you're having fun. Oh, yeah, they do. They do say that.
2: I thought you were going to say, if you don't like the weather, just wait five minutes. (laughs) They also say that.
1: (laughs) They also say that. (laughs) They say these two things very much, yes. Uh, You're off tomorrow, correct?
2: I am. Nice. What are you doing? Yeah, it's funny because I, I took tomorrow off because tonight was Matt's, Matt Berry's birthday. Mm-hmm. And so everybody was going to Deer Rouge and we had this elaborate plan planned with this, this big cake for Matt. And we we're going to put it backstage at the Deer Rouge show and surprise him and then bring him backstage to have this cake. And it uh, turns out he's sick.
1: Oh, no. So not
2: going to the show.
1: Oh, that's uh, a bummer.
2: Those plans are canceled. However, I'm like, I, I guess I'll still take the day off. Because I still am going to the show with some other friends And like they're not on until 9.40 So I was thinking you know then I don't yeah. have to wake up At the ass crack of dawn But it's just weird Because the whole reason I took the day off Was so that we could <laughs> Celebrate Matt's birthday And go late after the show And hang out And now that's not happening So he so.
1: doesn't know About any of these plans No But I guess I mean I guess If you're sick You're sick right He can't come Yes Either way So,
2: so we have this Hundred dollar cake That we bought him and Oh man We're now going to Bring it to his apartment <laughs> And go and have A little quick celebration With him at his condo Okay Yeah instead
1: Well so. then you can go To the show And just enjoy yourself And have a few drinks Not worry about Having to get up tomorrow
2: yeah it's true that's great it's just so weird because normally i just suck it up so having the day i was just like okay but i'm also going to banff tomorrow night and it's uh i have this big dinner in banff tomorrow so i was like having to get up at the ass crack of dawn after not sleeping and trying to get it's just a lot this'll
1: work yeah this'll work well
2: give me hopefully a little more sleep in time
1: this is a always a cool time of year because Spotify starts putting up their their yes. raps lists where it shows you you know how much music you listen to over the year, what you listen to the most, which podcasts you listen to the most, and I always love it because people start. Tagging us in their Spotify raps reports. And they say, like, you know, the the Piss Cast was the most listened to podcast for me this year. It's always crazy
2: to see, like, the one I saw yesterday was like 6,000 hours or whatever. I'm like, holy hell, that's a lot of us talking about about
1: bullshit. Friend of the show, Sherry, messaged us this morning and uh, she listened to our podcast for like 7,500 minutes or something last year. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, Shout out to Sarah. Shout out to Scott. Shout out to Brianne Who all uh, All had BNS In 20 minutes less As their number one Podcast of the year
2: uh, Also shout out to Bailey's kids uh, Dominic, Bella Silas, Declan And Hattie I don't know if those are all her kids. Five kids? I, do you have, do you have five kids? I didn't ask, but apparently they, uh, they religiously listen to the BNS podcast. Uh, so I wanted to give them all a shout out because they got, uh, I, I posted this photo from the weekend in, at Banff Craft Beer Fest, and I met their mom. Okay. And uh, then their mom was like, I got serious street cred for you posting that photo. <laughs> so I wanted to give a shout out to them. Your mom's cool, okay?
1: Cool mom. Um, and if you if we do show up in your Spotify raps, tag us in it if you post it on Instagram or whatever. We, we love seeing that. It feels great. Uh, on the show today, Johnny Goudreau's parents kind of threw him under the bus recently. We're going to talk about how your family stayed organized when you were growing up and super busy, or I guess this applies today too if you have kids. Um, something that's real big at this time of year, but not any other time of year, and we feel bad for it. New regulations came into effect today in the province for photo radar, so we'll go over those. Uh, the, an etymology, a who's to blame, a spicy one. I got into a, a bit of a tussle with my wife, McKenna, yesterday. And spicy for sure. Yeah, uh, we'll talk about that. You can decide who's to blame in this one. Talk about ripping donuts in the parking lot. A conspiracy regarding a truck, and I apologize, I mispronounced the word truck. Through the entire time we were talking about it, I was yeah, just... Massive uh, so failure. Deep into the conspiracy, I forgot that we say it, but uh, first, you're out of context clip of the show. I just don't see that there. I don't see that in the language.
0: <laughs> he adds that the main authority here that's governing Canada... VNS in 20 minutes or less. I was watching the news
2: yesterday and uh, there was a reporter in the field and as they cut to her, all you hear is the sound of a loud-ass leaf blower. <laughs> and I was... I was killing myself because in the morning we have to deal with that, right? Where they'll get the leaf blowers out as they're trying to remove the snow when we get fresh snow. And and ri- it
1: really cuts through into the studio here. It totally like does. Like we're working and, and we, we're talking, it's almost difficult to like hear yes. yourself in your headphones. You can't I don't know really how hear yourself think. I don't know how much it comes through over the microphone for you to hear wherever you're listening, but
2: it's pretty loud, it's loud for us. Here. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just thinking, I was like, this is a part of the Calgary soundscape. It truly is. In the winter is the sound of that leaf blower. And we almost, I think, get used to it and don't really notice it afterwards. A while, yeah, but it's truly a thing that you hear all over the place. Here, <laughs> okay.
1: occasionally, you'll see a post online where someone's like, "They were using leaf blowers at 6 a.m. near my place. Like, is that allowed?" Everyone's like, "Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, to get rid of the snow, it's allowed."
2: I wouldn't be shocked if Calgary was the place that popularized the leaf blower as a snow removal tour, because we have the perfect type of snow for it. In Vancouver, for example, or even Toronto, the snow is normally really, really heavy.
1: Yeah, and that doesn't blow well. And you can't use no. a leaf
2: blower. So I think it's probably us. But now, just listen to this. So it's a uh, somebody in the, in the studio, and then it cuts to her, and you'll hear it.
1: I just don't see that
2: there. I don't see that in the language. <laughs> he adds that the main authority here, that's governing Canada, is the Constitution written in 1867. <laughs> <just> At <that>, <laughs> first, it's God. like holy. I
0: see that in the language. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That The main authority here that's governing Canada is the Constitution the written in 1867, and that is the top authority.
1: Right? They got like, some good whatever compression on that mic because it they, brought down the leaf blower. Not, and the you, minute she spoke, right? She didn't have to yell. Yeah, which she might have had to. But at so. the that just, this
0: act is already undermining those two things. Little- Ian.
1: <laughs> okay, thank you, Stephanie. You just hear the constant hum. That's
0: beautiful. The BNS in 20 minutes or less podcast.
1: Welcome to Conspiracy Corner, your platform for Outlandish Conspiracy Theory. Speckler along with Shauna. Hello. This one actually does happen on a corner uh, right here in Calgary, so the title is appropriate. One of my neighbors, I think, is deliberately trying to get his truck written off because he has it parked at the slipperiest corner in the neighborhood mm-hmm. and it never moves. It's always, just, it's, it's always just sitting right there.
2: I've seen this before. Yeah. In fact, I think we've mentioned it before. I have a neighbor who I think is doing the same thing. Really? Yeah. Anybody
1: anybody who's ever driven before like would look at this corner and where the truck is parked and think, like, you're gonna get hit eventually. Especially with how the roads are right now. Yeah. And this thing just never moves. The truck never it'll have snow on it next week, even if it doesn't snow between now and then.
2: There is a vehicle and in the summer I haven't seen it lately. I haven't been down that way, but on twenty fifth. Right across from the Safeway down in Mission. Mm-hmm. If you go across the street, okay, there is this car and it's on a corner and it's at a spot where the corner kind of cuts off a bit. And so it's actually protruding into traffic. And this vehicle already had a bunch of dents along the side. Oh. Guaranteed because of that corner. And it was still parked there. And I saw it there all the time. And I was like, what is going on with this car?
1: Is it parked illegally? is it no. too close to the curb? No,
2: it's it kind of squeezes in the, the the spot just not well. Like okay. it's not it's it's still in a correct spot, but the fact that you continually park it there when clearly it's already been hit there and it's in a very bad spot. Yeah. I don't understand. Yeah. Like
1: this guy he's he's allowed to park where he's parked, but it's yeah. just anybody who cared about their vehicle would not park there totally. because you're going to get hit. Everyone yes. slides around that corner. And it's a nice truck and I, I I can't figure out why you would want your vehicle written off right now because you know, good used vehicles are still hard to come by. Even, you know, new vehicles take a while to yep. to arrive. And you know, if you wanted the insurance money, I'm thinking like maybe you got a company truck mm-hmm. and it doesn't need this truck anymore, but then why not just sell it? You can get tons of money for a nice used vehicle right now. Why not just sell it? Maybe it's your
2: husband's or your wife's truck and they wronged you. So you're like, "I'll show you. I get your I'm going to get your truck hit." Oh. Uh. I don't know. But, I know. I always wonder the same thing because I've seen that in multiple locations yeah. too because I live right down here and there's the streets are awful, right? They're too narrow and there's always spots and you see a car that you're like, why are you parking there? You yeah, know what's going to happen. You know happen.
1: you're going to get hit. Yeah. Unless this truck has a bunch of problems mm, and he maybe. thinks if he goes to sell it, maybe no one will... People will whittle them down because it doesn't drive well. or But something's going on. I was just like, this Very weird. A, you know, it's a newer truck, and it's parked right in the worst spot possible. And I was like, any guy who cared about his truck would not park it there.
2: So, Maybe he got a new truck, and he just yeah, wants to get rid it. Still, like, sell
1: it. Sell yeah. it. It doesn't make sense to me. Uh, on the plausibility scale, Shauna. Ooh, bit of a puberty voice there. Yeah, what happened? Uh, Are you okay? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> How many failing bars that mysteriously burned down at a 10 do you give this one?
2: You know, I, I, it's plot. I'm going to give this one 16. 16 failing bars. Nice. Yeah. Nice.
1: Okay. Something's up. I'm on to this guy. Yeah. I'm on to him. S in
2: 20 minutes or less. So my boyfriend works at a hockey arena up in Prince Albert. And uh, he was telling me that yesterday a kid got pulled over in the arena parking lot for stunting. By the police? By the police. The police then called the kid's parents from his phone And I guess the mom came to the arena and was giving the kid hell for rally driving the mom van in the parking lot.
1: Ripping the family van. And
2: Cliff is just sitting there and I guess the whole office is listening to all this going out and they're all like trying not to laugh. But I was like, that's not fair. I don't think that you should get into trouble for doing donuts in a parking lot as a kid. In Canada, like I just feel like if there's no one around and the parking lot is wide open, that just that shouldn't be a ticket.
1: I tend to agree with you, right? Because I mean, if you're yeah, if there's nobody else around, if you're like unless you hit a light standard or something, they're
2: living in Prince Albert, Saskatchewan, and it's minus 32. Like
1: it's this or drugs. Seriously, let the kid have some fun and do some donuts. Not just that, but I think like. Doing that as a kid, it kind of helped me learn how a vehicle slides it's and true. how to control a slide when it happens and how not to freak out if you lose traction. And yes. I think it's kind of like an important rite of passage for a Canadian. Now, maybe the police could have like they probably have to come and be like, all right, kid, like you can't be doing this. I guess so. But did you have to call the kid's mom the, and give know, a ticket? And, like, I did a little donut in the parking lot this morning yes. when I pulled in. Okay, so I, I'm an adult. I did what.
2: In Ontario, there wasn't a ton of times, like when I was in Toronto, there wasn't a lot of times when the snow would stay on the ground. So when I first moved to the prairies and you got the permanent snow and it would build up in parking lots. You know, the number of times that I would do donuts and it was
1: so much fun. Ripping the e-brake. Actually, so much fun.
2: I used to put a tow rope to the back of my ship box and then I would snowboard behind my own car in the parking lot. Okay, actually, that was funny because I did that in the rink that my boyfriend used to. More cat in Regina <laughs> and they were about to call the police my boyfriend had really? to speak up and be like uh I
0: actually know her <laughs> don't call the cops I'll tell her the BNS in 20 minutes or less podcast
1: this is a little segment called who's to blame who's to blame oh who's to blame won't you tell us who's to blame mm-hmm I'll give you the scenario and you decide who is, uh who's at fault here, Shauna. Okay this one's going to be easy for you though. It's not often I'll bring like my marital spats to the air here, but this we, McKenna and I got in a, in a tilt yesterday, and I said, I said, I'm so confident that I'm right that if I took this on the air, I would have near unanimous support." And she said, "Go ahead," because she thought she was right. Oh, so
2: this—I love putting, getting <laughs> put in the middle of these things. It's an awkward spot for you. It's really good, but yep. I think
1: this is going to be an easy one for okay. you. Okay, okay. So, uh, McKenna worked till three o'clock yesterday, and on those days, I, I'm responsible for pickup for the kids. So, I pick up Brigham in the morning, Bo in the afternoon, and then we go home and we wait for her to come home, and then we have family time usually. Yeah, she comes home around three fifteen on those days. Um, so, yesterday she calls me at three twenty. And she says, I just drove a coworker home so she wouldn't have to take the train and now traffic's moving a bit slow. And I said, Yeah, no worries, we'll see you soon. Okay. An hour later, she's still not home. And I was like, Well that's weird. Like, how bad is traffic? And I call her, no answer. I text her, no answer. I actually went straight to voicemail. Oh boy. I called her and her phone was off. And went straight to voicemail I was like, Okay, this is weird. I'm starting yeah. to get a little worried. Uhhuh. So I go I'm going online looking at traffic reports, seeing if there was a because I know the roads are bad yesterday. Is there a black SUV that crashed anywhere? No, it doesn't look. So at, at 4.40, she walks in the door. After getting off at 3 o'clock, telling me at 3.20 she'd be home soon. So 4.40, she walks in. And I was like, "What? Like, where were you? What the hell? Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, I stopped at a friend's house for a visit. And I was like, without telling me? Hmm. She's like, yeah. What's She's like, my phone was dead. I was like, but it, you, you were clearly able to text this friend to make sure it was okay that you went over. And then, like, they didn't have phones. Once you got there, you couldn't have one of them send me a text and say, hey, McKenna's here for...
2: Yeah.
1: And she's just like, well, sorry. Mm. And I was like, but, like, at no point when you were sitting there did you think, man, maybe I should let Andrew know where I am. So,
2: mm. huh. Yeah.
1: And she's like, well, I can do what I want. And I was like, well, when you're in a relationship, when you're, when you're married to someone, when you have kids, you kind of have to let the other person know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You can't just, like, call audibles like that when someone's expecting you. No. <laughs> I can see how uncomfortable you are. No,
2: I no, I think you're in the right in this. Yeah, yeah.
1: I think so. and you know, she's very social. She loves to have these, like, social outings with her friends and stuff. But I said, you just got to let me know. Like, yes, I was going to say, like, heads
2: up. she's very much allowed to go and visit a friend. Like, that's not the issue here. It's the whole not letting you know. Yes. And, and especially like, when the conditions are bad out and you condition- might start to worry about the roads and...
1: Yeah. yeah. It's not, yeah. not a, like it's not an independence thing. It's not a nope. it's not about not being allowed to do what you want to do. It's no. just about like keeping your partner in the know. She's
2: not in the wrong for going to visit a friend, but she is in the wrong for not sending an update text of some sort just to let you know. Being like, oh, I'm gonna actually be a little bit later than I said.
1: And what percentage of people listening right now do you think would agree with that take? The majority. <laughs> okay. So who's to blame? Who's to blame? Won't you tell us who's to blame? Kenna. Feels good. I just, just feels.
2: I'm not feels often on good. your side, but for this one, I'm huge the BNS and twenty
0: minutes or less podcast.
1: We got a bunch of texts about this, and as I predicted, near unanimous support for my position on this one.
2: Although there was a few messages that were on on McKenna's side, what, I there was, I was I saw more than one. I thought. Okay, I thought there was like it was fifty-fifty, but okay, if it was mostly not, then never mind.
1: I only saw one that agreed with McKenna, and even then, they they said like, I think they agreed with me, but said you sound kind of worked up for it only being one hour late. Right. I was like, well, you know, it was an hour and a half, and I didn't mention this, but like those are long days when we're up this early, and then I got the kids all day, yeah. And we kind of look forward to all being together at the end of the day, and then to just like, then just doesn't happen. Yes. Um. To be fair, she's with the kids all day too, so she yeah. So yeah. I mean, and I I rush home to help her out right that's kind of what we do and I would never just like you know go to a bar and meet a friend and not tell her about it yeah right Mm -hmm. so I mean when you have I think when you're in a relationship but when especially when you have kids and other parents will probably agree with this like every single decision that I make in my life is run through what I would call the family filter right if I anywhere I go any risk I take any money I spend any of this It all, I I always think, okay, will this affect McKenna and the kids? If so, how do I do it, you know? So, and I mean, you kind of, you kind of have to do that. It's true also got a text from friend of the show Rob who said you probably pissed off every feminist in Calgary with that conversation and I don't think so I think I think a true feminist would agree that like communication in a relationship is key you know yeah I I
2: mean I think it's it's the whole control aspect of when you say it people are that's what people would think and that's the only reason that people would be against it is thinking like oh you have to control every minute of your wife's life right but no it was more that uh, the roads were crap and you couldn't get a hold of her at all and it was just out of character for her to do that right like that's the big thing
1: yeah and I would like I said I wouldn't you know I wouldn't consider myself being controlled if she expected to know mm-hmm. if I was going to change my plans or, yeah. or be home a lot later than I said I was going to be I wouldn't consider that but, oh you're suffocating me and being controlled here you know it's just yeah it's just kind of how you how you keep a happy family so
2: You know where else you can keep a happy family? Where's that, Shauna? Shane Holmes. Quicker possession duplexes starting from the 490s. These 1624 square foot paired homes feature large bedrooms, next level soundproofing. For more info, visit ShaneHolmes.com. Shane Holmes, the better way to build.
0: VNS in 20 minutes or less.
1: Etymology with Shauna.
2: So I learned the etymology of Lord and Lady yesterday. And it's pretty funny. It has to do with bread, Lord with and lady bread. come from the word for loaves of bread. So here's how: Lord comes from the Old English word lafford, which breaks down into laugh, which means bread, and weird, which means guardian. So, so like lord, the guardian of the bread, means guardian of the bread. And then lady comes from the Old English lafdege, which starts with bread again, laugh, <laughs> and "deeg means to need. So she's the neater of the bread or the bread maker.
1: And then he's the keeper of the bread. He's the The keeper keeper of of the bread
2: bread. and she is the maker of the bread.
1: Was there a time when like lords and ladies doled bread out to the peasants or? No. No?
2: It's just back then bread was seen as such an important thing that it was kind of how you determined all things. Like bread was just if you were, you know the bearer of bread if you had bread then that was a big thing so Mm -hmm. the lord and lady of the bread it's funny because we talked a while back about the word companion and that all comes from bread as well companion literally breaks down to meaning sharing bread essentially with people so everything back then just went
1: back to bread bread was big bread was huge Bread was big and then
2: look what we do to bread now people hate bread now they say don't eat bread but back then it was everything
1: i still eat bread we don't uh, eat bread because it's not about, supposed to be healthy. It's not healthy. Or?
2: talking about the whole gluten-free bread uh, is bad. Yeah, okay. Okay. Oh, come, on, come on.
1: Give me a loaf of sourdough and away we go. Oh, I know. Go. I love
2: bread. But yeah, you all, you know, everybody now talks about, oh yeah, you don't want to eat carbs if you want to have-.
1: Still well, one of the staples though, right? It sure is. And that's sure why is. the bread fixing scandal was such a, mm-hmm. a huge deal.
2: Yeah. Yeah, well, back then, remember, we also talked about how there would be shopkeepers that would be fined and thrown in jail if they stopped making bread mm. at different times. It was almost an essential service. If you were a bread maker, you needed to keep making bread.
1: And bread is still slang for money. Yeah. Right? It's As Kanye says, he did that time, he spent that bread. So...
2: Yeah. yeah I mean, that's... I not believe that historical, <laughs> but here we are. Thank you for that.
0: Timology with Shauna. The BNS and 20 minutes or less podcast.
1: Well, as of today, uh, the third and final stage of new regulations for photo radar use in the province has come into place.
2: Oh yeah.
1: Um, that's awesome. I think, so the first stage was in April, the second stage was in June, and then the third stage happens today. And I think some of these changes went into effect without a lot of fanfare. Mm-hmm. I think people didn't even really know. I didn't notice. Um, so, I thought I could just briefly update you on where we're at right now with how photo radar can be used.
2: Yeah, I remember them updating on having to tell you, right, with a sign or whatever, that photo radar was coming.
1: Yeah, so I think well in in April of this year, uh, they changed the definition of what a transition zone is, so they so that right. they can't ding you like when it goes from you know seventy to sixty, and they're waiting right there. Um, they they brought into effect where photo radar wasn't allowed to be run on residential roads where the speed limit is less than fifty. So you remember when Calgary dropped our our residential speed limit to forty, right? And myself included thought, well, they're just going to park photo radar trucks on all these streets and capitalize on this. But the province made that not possible. Uh, and then they were also... This isn't really a problem here, but they restrict the issue, uh, the issuing of additional tickets within like quick succession. Right. Yeah. Which is a trick they like to pull up in Edmonton. Yeah, it's crazy. Where they'll hit you twice in like the same short span with so multiple crazy. tickets yeah. you don't even know. Yeah, um, And then in June, they changed sort of how the sites were selected where they would run photo radar and where and when it can be run in terms of like construction zones and school zones. And then as of today... Um, They're going to look at the locations where photo radar is usually uh, deployed, and they're going to see if there isn't some other safety tool that could be used there first, like a speed bump or education or signage, like you said. And then if that fails, photo radar can come in Cool. then. Uh, And then the other big one you may have already seen already, but all the photo radar vehicles as of today need to be clearly marked and wrapped. And I've seen some of them out on the roads already. They have big yellow letters that say drive safe. Yep. And
2: yeah, it's pretty clear what they are. Yeah, if you see that, it's it's no longer a hidden, you know, person in a bush that's trying to sneak out and catch you.
1: Well, yeah, unless they're like hiding behind a, a sound wall or a you know overpass support. Now it's going to be very obvious yeah. that there is photo radar right there. And really, I mean, is that. Has that not been the goal? Yeah. To get people to slow down? So if you if I mean if you don't see it now, you're just not looking.
2: And a lot of people don't understand that because people say, Well, isn't the point to like get people who are speeding? And it's like it, it's to get people to be mindful of slowing down, right? So when you yeah. see a big vehicle like that, that's that bright, you will slow down, and that's what we want.
1: So the goal of any traffic enforcement laws is yeah. to. I think a lot of people, people don't understand that. Like, that. like, well, so,
2: no, then you're not going to catch people, and it's like, no, you. Th- we're trying to slow people down, not give them tickets, right? Like,
1: or at least that's the idea of it. Yes, it hasn't always been used that way. No, hence these new rules. So I think you got to give the province some credit here. Yes. It's it's very rare where the the, the provincial government has done something. Thing where I'm like, top to bottom, this seems like a pretty good move. Yeah. So
2: it all makes perfect sense. Yeah,
1: credit where credit is due. DNS
2: mm-hmm. in 20 minutes or less. You know what season it is right now?
1: Hmm. It's
2: big reindeer season big reindeer business time right now, isn't it?
1: Like if you're in the reindeer business or if you are a reindeer? If you are a
2: reindeer, it's a very busy time
1: for you. Oh yeah, it's like the playoffs for oh reindeer, my God. isn't it?
2: I saw this news story yesterday about a petting zoo where of course they had reindeer and all the kids were coming to pet them and, you know, I have to be honest, I don't see much of reindeer outside of this time of year. Like at all. Like, do, do you think <laughs> reindeer get kind of confused when this time rolls around like no one comes to visit them or really cares and all of a sudden everybody wants to check out the reindeer they get to live this nice quiet farm life for 11 months of the year and then december hits they're like what is going on they have like schedules that are all lined up and people are trying to transport them everywhere and they're going all the farms and then of course they get attached to santa's sleigh and Mm -hmm. then for one night they have to work all night like and then after that it goes back to nobody cares about the reindeer
1: do you think Come January, they sit around and think, like, "What did we do? Did we? Do, was it something we said? Yeah. Why is why nobody are we likes no us anymore. anymore?" And then I'm I'm assuming reindeer aren't smart enough to follow the calendar, but
2: well, I don't know.
1: Do you think they notice that it's every December that they start to get popular again?
2: They might. They just know. I mean, not maybe that it's called December, but at this time of year, it starts to get cold. Oh, great! Busy season's coming again. We're gonna be worked to the
1: bone. Maybe they like it. Maybe. Maybe they like all the attention. Perhaps. And then they wonder why they don't get it outside of this time. Yeah. That'd be confusing.
2: It would be very strange as a reindeer. You'd just be like, yeah, all of a sudden, like all the kids want to, you know, everybody wants to touch you and then goes back to them. Just no one cares nobody cares at all
1: it's like only phone and grandma on her birthday yes. right
2: <laughs> kind of it's kind of cruel when it, you know what i'm gonna make a point of visiting the reindeer in like april all right i'm gonna go find some reindeer i'm gonna pet them and be like look we still love you okay
1: <laughs> y'all good it's here it's not just december
0: <laughs> bns in 20 minutes or less
1: throwback thursday today unofficially yes. uh did your mom ever run a more time mom's calendar when you were growing up What's a Do you know more what that time? is? No. Okay, so it's a specific type of calendar that has been around forever. It's the calendar that that my family used growing up. I'm looking it up. Yeah, just like a, it's a just a style of calendar, okay? A big calendar yeah. that you can write on. Yeah. Um, and for the first time ever, our family is now busy enough that we are operating the more time mom's calendar at home. We just got our first one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I can
2: envision it. Is it like a giant one and then you can write like like a whiteboard or put you know color-coded yeah, stuff on it? Yeah,
1: it's got stickers mm. and stuff for special yeah, occasions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, it just got, it's got a lot of space to write in the, all the activities that the family are into, right? Yeah. And uh, we're now at that stage in life. Even though our kids aren't doing any activities at the moment, but it's still gotten busy enough that, that we got to write this all down so everyone kind of knows what's going on.
2: That probably would have helped us a lot growing up. My mom was just never quite organized enough to oh, get really? that in in a thing. And then, yeah, there were a lot of things that we were a little bit late for, or maybe went missed. And I was like, I hey, probably needed the more time mom's calendar.
1: So she didn't have any sort of she we had like committed to memory
2: a tiny little like a regular sized calendar that she would try and write things. In, but that was really it Unless there was one That I didn't see But that's all I recall Like there was never Any big calendar Where really? we could all Take a look She somehow managed That in her mind And again Not
1: always perfectly Not
2: always perfectly But right. thinking of it Without that calendar She did fairly well
1: yeah I mean if you get busy enough you need like a central hub where everyone can go to to be like okay this is where this kid's gonna be on this day and, and
2: I had things going on every night of the week so how I guess maybe it was just because it was routine mm. like every Monday was this Tuesday so she, I don't know weird though
1: yeah I would have like where hockey practice was yeah. like what like, what rink what time who was driving yeah that would have helped um, wow. some families even like color code them so like yeah. you're blue and anything blue on there refers to you um,
2: it's funny I still remember the days of the week of things which is weird like, Monday was dance, Tuesday was girl guides, Wednesday was swimming, I think. Really? That's weird that I still recall. I remember anyway. all that. Yeah.
1: I Obviously. do, I also remember, and I didn't find this out until later, but there was like a special marking on the calendar, uh, and it was my mom's cycle.
2: Oh, God. she was
1: giving my dad a heads up that if she was, she might be irritable. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, and I I didn't find that out until I was an adult, and I was like... That's hilarious. Is that what that mark on the calendar meant? And she was, was like, Was it a yeah. red dot? <laughs> <laughs> Should have been <laughs> No we did It okay, was but, not But that seems like A missed opportunity red, so. <laughs> red dot on the
0: calendar Everyone You know what it is DNS In 20 minutes or less I don't know if you saw this Beckler,
2: But Johnny Hockey's parents Were on a podcast recently mm-hmm. And they brought up The fact that he was Actually offered a contract For an 8 year deal In Calgary But it was a huge Lowball
1: offer Really? Well, I mean, we knew that he was offered an eight-year deal, or at least there are rumors of it, right? There well, I think were rumors. He addressed it, actually. Yeah. And what was the value of it? It was, it was big, wasn't it? Because uh, didn't he end up taking like less money to go somewhere else?
2: Well, not according to his parents, it, but this was the previous summer. Is what they were saying. They were saying before free agency, before he actually signed away from Calgary. Okay. His parents were saying that he got offered this this contract from Calgary and that it was embarrassingly low. And they actually said that he was embarrassed by the offer and by the whole ordeal and he didn't take it. And then, of course, his parents were saying, we thought he was going to be staying in Calgary right up until the night before he signed elsewhere. And they were saying it could have all been... It all been fixed if the lowball offer wasn't a low ball that he got prior.
1: Okay, but do you remember after he he decided he was leaving Calgary, he wrote that article in the Players Tribune yep. explaining his thought process and mm-hmm. his decision, and he talked about wanting to be closer to his family and talked about like his dad's ha- having a heart attack and stuff. Yeah, there was no mention of money in there at all. No. So why would his parents? I know. Go and throw him under the bus like that? And be like, it's no, it was about money. It's all a bit. It's all a bit strange. Yeah. It's,
2: it's one of those things where you're like. I just picture being a kid, you know, and your parents overspeak You're like, shut up, mom and dad. <laughs> yeah. Shut up. That's probably
1: exactly what he was thinking because he, he writes this heartfelt letter to the city yeah. all about how much he loved it here and that wasn't the deciding factor for him to leave, and then his parents are like... And,
2: like, no, who knows how much of that is either, is true either, but he made the choice. You know what I mean? Like, of course he's going to write a letter that makes it sound really nice and that it wasn't about money and it was, like, mm-hmm. he still loves the city and that he's moving away. Maybe it wasn't that way. Maybe he wanted to leave on his own accord and there was something else deep down and that was the reason, but Money, but
1: according to his parents, money? Money,
2: according mm. to his parents. And they were... They, her name is Jane, his mom. And I'm like, Jane, okay. I, I'm like, every kid is special, but you can't go on and just, no, it's about the money. And he didn't get the price he deserved. <laughs> oh, it, no. My kid
1: is
0: special. <laughs> the most special, Johnny Hockey. DNS in 20 minutes or less.
1: I got an ad yesterday uh, on one of my feeds for a pair of padded gitch. A pair of underwear with padding in the ass. Yeah. Uh, they're called Rounder Bum. And they've got uh, they've got an enhanced ass to give yep. you the appearance of, uh, of a bigger dumper there.
2: I've seen those before. It's crazy that that's a thing now. For men? Uh, no, I guess not for men. No, not I haven't
1: for- seen it for men before. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. First, I mean, slightly offended that this was suggested to me as a product that I might like. Well, you know. With the implication that I need padded gitch. Yeah.
2: You need a bigger ass back yep. there.
1: Secondly, I, also, I thought it was really funny. I just thought it was re- probably not something you want to buy someone for Christmas. <laughs> I mean you're, if you're you really working ass. on an
2: ass <laughs> and you're struggling, then why not?
1: I got you a fake ass for Christmas.
2: Yeah. Just to enhance it a little bit more. You know what though, why
1: not? Everyone's using filters. Everyone's wearing all these special. I mean it's the dude's of version
2: of a padded bra, right? Yeah.
1: Or like what's the the, the underwear that pulls you all in and Oh yeah,
2: spangs. Yeah,
1: yeah. So I mean everyone's got this going on. It's true. Why not a big old fake fluff on a guy, huh? Yeah. I was just thinking it might be a bit awkward if they ever came off though, right? You find yourself in a situation where?
2: where Where'd your jigger go?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I had a big old horn blower an hour ago, and it's gone now. You got you got shot his dad's ass here.
2: <laughs> your stink star is missing. It was just there. and Now it's gone.
1: I was I was told you had a penny farthing back there, and now I'm not seeing anything. So, all your poop interest has like gone. gone. <laughs> now you're
2: gonna need some suspenders. Okay.
0: VNS in 20 minutes or less.
1: Audio, Audio.
2: just canceled a bunch of gigs after breaking her foot on night one of her brand new tour. It was called the Dance Fever Tour and she broke her foot dancing. This isn't her first time breaking her foot dancing either. She did so at Coachella back in 2015 when she leapt into the crowd, but if you've ever seen her perform live, you can understand how she sustains injuries. (laughs)
1: This is more of an opinion than a fact about this song I think Florence Welch may not be human I think she might be an angel everything about her her voice her look the song she writes they're otherworldly
2: I agree Florence is good friends with Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively and actually performed at their secret wedding back in 2012. She sang three songs as a gift to the couple and apparently she was extremely nervous. Florence said singing to a friend is way different than singing to a big crowd, far more intimate and far more nerve wracking. I-
1: This song was co-written by Jack Antonoff, who also has production mixing and instrumental credits on the album. Jack is also written for Taylor Swift, Lord, and Lana Del Rey, and that's not even his main gig. He was the frontman for the band Fun, and his solo project Bleachers is hugely successful. There is nothing Jack Antonoff can't do. <laughs> Adios.
0: You've been listening to the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast.
1: Brought to you by Shane Holmes, paired homes that keep your neighbors' noise on their side.
0: Want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X929. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at x929.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have BNS and in 20 Minutes or Less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.